Welcome to the Fuzzy Mike, the interview series, the podcast, whatever Kevin wants to call it. It's Fuzzy Mike. So we're all in the house right now. We're basically riding the same roller coaster. Following social distancing policies, guidelines, we're separated from family and friends, and we're looking for some fun. So it would be nice, wouldn't it, if we could just leave our cares behind for the weekend, maybe ditch the sweatpants, get somewhat dolled up and and attend a house party with celebrities? Well, here to tell us all about this event happening this weekend is Emmy Award winner and tech trends expert, Katie Linendahl. I had the luxury of recording these interviews before I post them. And in 30 years of doing interviews, radio, podcasts, TV, I have interviewed many, many, many people. And for me to say what I'm going to say now uh, carries uh, a good amount of weight. The conversation you're about to hear is my favorite all-time conversation. From the subject matter to the fun to the seamless flow of the conversation. And I, I, I am very, very happy to be sharing this with you. Katie Linendahl via Skype. Hello, Katie Linendahl. Hello, Kevin. I thought I would just be getting you by voice, and now I get you by video. So day is made. <laughs> well, I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I am so technologically inept that I'm surprised we even pulled this off to begin with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we go any further and talk about house uh, house party and, uh, and in the house this weekend, uh, I want to start off with something that's either going to set the tone for a fun interview or an incredibly oh, creepy gosh. interview. Okay. Hit me with it. Yes, I'm ready. All right. You're smart. Very, very stylish, a fashion maven, super pretty. You are uh, a tech guru, but you love sports. You're adventurous, spiritual, and uh, and philanthropic. Tell me something that is not perfect on you. Vestigial oh. tail, 10 Thank toes you. on one foot. Can I start every day with you, Kevin? Every day. <laughs> I'm going to set like my alarm. It's going to like go off and it's going to be that little like boom. Well, Thank you for that. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. But you have a unique ability where you can take uh, NASA speak and put it on a five-year-old's level that I can even understand. How do you do that? Oh, thank you. That is truly, I, I feel like a gift because it's something that I work on constantly in my career and having the mainstream capability. And, and I feel this responsibility as a journalist and getting these amazing stories and being able to do the travel experiences and, and journalism work and to shoot, edit, and produce on the road. It's taking those complex stories and making them human and entertaining. And it's something I'm still working on, but I feel like with no ego said, I feel like that's one of my, you know, so it's, it's a differentiator. It's where I, I, I shine. So thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Well, not only is that a differentiator, but in a world that is somewhat dominated by males, you are a female working in a predominantly male industry. I think that must give you an advantage. Am I wrong? Oh, I, I have always enjoyed being in the space that I am. You know, I started my career at ESPN working on SportsCenter, and it was like the sports world was, you know, many know as a male-dominated world as well. We're, we're making strides. but And then, of course, in the technology world, even when I was getting my IT degree, I was the only girl in typically all of my classes. So I, I've always just, you know, used my differences as opportunity and then to, you know, maybe it's unique that you're a female in the space. And I, I liked it, you know, and I, I'm always making more strides and making being more vocal about getting more women in the field, but you got to make it work, you know, and it's really, you set yourself apart. Your setbacks can become opportunities. 
Or differences can be opportunities, I should say. You were talking about ESPN. You won the Emmy Award for producing Sports Center. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But let's talk about uh, House Party and what's going on this weekend within the house. This is a cool concept. <laughs> Very cool concept. Oh, my goodness. And I don't know how they pulled this off behind the scenes. There is amazing people on the House Party team. But anyone that is not familiar, I'm a big user of House Party. It is an app. And it is one of the most popular face-to-face social networking apps. And it's so cool in life when you get to partner with things that you're just obviously so behind. I wouldn't partner with anything that I wasn't online or offline completely behind. But getting to spread the news on this event that they're having over the weekend. It's called In the House. And it features over 40 massive celebrities. And we'll talk about sports. uh, Celebrities like you could do a workout with Cam Newton. Or you can actually sing and do a workout with Alicia Keys. We'll get to some of the big names. But... 40 different celebrities are having these experiential events that are taking place virtually right inside the comfort of your own home. You can add your favorite star right into your video chat. So it is some very exciting stuff, but also celebrities in a way that you have never seen them before. Three-day star-studded event. All you have to do is be a user of the House Party app. So how do we become a user of the House Party app? Easy. Free download. All you have to do is set, you can put it on mobile, you can put it on desktop, it's your choice, however you want to access it. And what's neat about it is it's a much more casual video chat app. So I just have a lot of fun with it with my friends. You know, what's really neat and what separates it is, for example, there's built-in games. We're finding that users are not only spending about 65 minutes on average just hanging out, but we're also finding that half of them are using things like games. And I'll give you two games that I like to play. One is Quick Draw which you can probably guess, you know, your friends are drawing things on screen. You see how bad of a drawer they are. You see how good they are. You see who cannot finish in time. And you're like, dude, hurry up. So it becomes very funny. Um, quick draw, but then there's also chips and guac, which is this word association game. So, you know, you're, you're hanging out with friends virtually, which now it's all about staying connected in this, this state of life that we're currently in. But you're also playing games. You also have things like this in-the-house event that's going on for three days where you can add celebrities into your, your chat. So there's just like you never know what's going to be next. And it's cool. And it's cool because you know I'm a user of this app, but they're always coming up with new stuff. You're like, oh, my goodness, what's next? What is next? Uh, You know, we're seeing with COVID-19, the vaccination industry is having to ramp up and and do things at lightning speed. What are technology companies having to get out quicker because of COVID-19? Oh, my goodness. It has been such being in the tech space that I am and being a journalist. I mean, my whole structure of business has completely changed. And I think we're all just kind of figuring this moment out. I think we're all hoping for back to normal ASAP. But I think we're all kind of figuring out how to make our own situations work. And maybe it's just an overshare, but since we're chatting, it's like my world is going into a studio, as is, is yours, and filming stuff on television for it's a blessing to, to be working for some of the, you know, I've been at the Today Show for eight years. I've been at Rachel Ray for several years. I go in and I do my tech segments. I do my research behind the scenes. Just that alone, I mean, my mom is running my cameras. I have a built-in studio where I have my own lights set up. I shoot, I'm editing and producing all from my home or outside of my space. You have to, you know, monitor with the social distancing, what you can and you can't do and who, how many people you can be around. Things have changed. And it's like how quickly you have to adapt and be versatile. And it's, it's tough. And 
I, I say that with humility and, and being able to adapt. And, and I know many people aren't even that lucky if you're in a specialized field. So again, hoping everything goes back to normal very soon. But, you know, when coming back full circle, when we talk about something like house party and it being a very popular social face-to-face -face app, what we saw in March to April alone, 50 million signups. I mean, just in that time period, we are trying every way we can to still stay connected to our friends and family. So I think, you know, webcams right now completely sold out, you know, finding different ways that we can stay connected. And I think, you know, again, using house party as a perfect example, you find ways to make it work. And you, for me, it's about staying positive. Yes. Has my business been impacted and things are different, but I try to stay positive. You know, Katie Linendahl, I got to tell you that since COVID-19, I have corresponded more with out-of-state friends and family than I do when times are normal. So I think this has really it kind of brought the community together, even though it's electronically. That's a beautiful statement. That, like, that's, I needed to hear that because that's like positivity in light of everything that's happening. And again, we're all affected in our own unique ways, uh, personally and professionally. But I also think maybe if I can add to that too, it kind of forced us to figure technology out more if you weren't tech savvy. I've been consulting with like a lot of my friends, whether it may even sound silly, but it's like, what's the best webcam out there? How do I set up my home studio? Because you have to figure out a way to make this work. And I've even heard some of my friends say, well, you know what? I might even use some of this stuff even past, you know, the period of when after this is all over. And I'm like, that's a good thing. We all kind of got pushed. And sometimes you go outside your comfort zone. It's not comfortable, but you you learn and you figure new stuff out. Maybe that's kind of a silver lining we can see in all of this. Well, I did a news story the other day that uh, business travel is probably going to go bye-bye in a significant way once COVID-19 restrictions are taken away because we're finding out that it is much more convenient to social meet like this, and which will be great yep. for the environment because you won't have as many planes flying, which will suck for the airline industry. But at the same time, we'll be able to bring the world and shrink it even more than what it already is. So I, I think the adaptability, we're learning very, very quickly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's been it's been an enlightening period. <laughs> I'll certainly <laughs> say that because of what it you is. do and your in your your tech savviness. Uh, I, I work in radio and people automatically think, well, because you work with electronics, you can troubleshoot anything. Is that a common misconception on your end or can you troubleshoot anything? I just had this exact conversation yesterday. I go I, and I had to use specific examples. I have been asked about people's pacemakers, electric <laughs> toothbrushes how to operate lawn, electric lawnmowers, robotic lawnmowers. I'm like, you know what? You get to this point in your career and I'm, I'm older and wiser now where I'm like, listen, I don't have the answer to everything. I know that may be find it hard to believe, but just because I'm in the geek category doesn't mean I know every single gadget, device, or technology. So <laughs> you're spot on and we must be mind melding because again, just had this conversation yesterday. Well, you talk about mind melding. I thought we would get to this part of the conversation a little bit later, but you and I are very, very similar people in the respect that uh, you, uh, Bat Cole Foundation, uh, you do things with pediatric cancer. My wife and I started a nonprofit organization for pediatric cancer patients. Uh, you're also a big proponent of virtual reality for pediatric cancer patients. We work with a company that is trying to uh, use virtual reality to eliminate anesthesia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so interesting. The very that's fascinating. Because you talked the other day in an interview it was a couple of years ago that you were talking about how you were at the dentist and you were using VR while they were working on you, and you said, you know what, you totally forgot you were at the dentist. Well, if you are so sucked into VR, you forget 
that they might be operating on you. That's one of the I things that we're looking so into. I have been so vocal about that. What a great example and use of technology to bring up because that's something that I've been very passionate about for many years. I volunteered in pediatric cancer for seven, eight years and had some of the most amazing kids that I'll ever meet in my lifetime to be able to be able to connect with. And I still have those relationships, obviously. And virtual reality was something that we got to, we're, we're still figuring it out. I was a little ahead of the, the time when I first uh, started introducing it, but I'll give you an example. One of my dear friends and he, I've known him since he's, but he's relapsed over 10 times. He's, I've known him since he was 10. He's now 17. And we've been working with him in VR to take away that when he is in the hospital to put him in virtual reality experiences and it's been really resourceful. So technology can be amazing for keeping us connected and to get our minds somewhere else. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I could talk to you hours about that, but it, it's really fascinating. And God bless you for the work that you're doing on that side of things. Thank you. We'll tell your 17-year-old friend that we give pediatric cancer scholarships for college. So have him apply at snowdropfoundation.org. Yes, for sure. You should. Can you send me an email? Because he actually, God willing, it's his, he may, may be heading into college, hopefully, if, if everything, if his treatments go okay. So I'm actually very keen on interested in learning more about that, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Okay. You're also a runner. I'm a runner. You did a uh, 10K in Iceland. Iceland is one of the most beautiful places I've ever visited. But you and I also have something in common. You have run in minus 20 degree weather in Alaska. I just ran in November from the Arctic Circle to the Arctic Ocean in minus 44 degree weather, 302 miles. Oh my gosh. So I think you win. No, it's not a competition. That was to raise money for pediatric cancer, which you and I have that, oh. that symbiosis. So, yeah, we're up to 300000 with that. And there's a documentary film coming out next uh, later this year. But, uh, yeah, so. Incredible. What, what did you think about Minus 20? I thought it was <laughs> the most interesting thing. We were out in that in Alaska. We were filming in negative 20 for multiple days, uh, filming the Aurora Borealis. Yeah. And the the one thing for me that was like the memorable thing is, of course, like it was a beautiful and incredible shoot. And we're hanging out with friends and shooting and editing and capturing video that we never had before in our lifetime. And but but you couldn't use the restroom, maybe not to overshare, but it's like you can't like it's that cold. It's not going to happen. So I, that was a really interesting takeaway, how your body adjusts to such extreme temperatures. That I think oh. that was one of the most notable Take away. <laughs> Katie Linendahl, I beg to differ with you. When you're running 302 miles over nine days and there's no bathroom facility and you have to go, you go. I did that in minus 44 <laughs> degree weather. And seriously, it was the most unpleasant, uncomfortable feeling ever. ever. <laughs> That's why. That's why you don't. I want to hear more about this story. If you have like a write-up, you have to share it with me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we are separated at birth about is our love of dogs. Uh, I saw you on, I believe, the Today Show. You saw the winner of the Westminster Kennel Club show, and you said that's the best butt you've ever seen. Uh, does that kind of freak you out that that's the best butt you've ever seen? Well, yes and no. I mean, have you seen the grooming that goes into taking care of these dogs? It is incredible. Like, they have better haircuts than humans. And when I saw open the door to the Today Show studio and I saw that the next guest was indeed the Westminster Kennel Dog Show winner, I was like, this is incredible. Like, this is a real, I'm not a celebrity person, you know, not a name dropper, but it's like, wow, this is amazing. There he is. So, yeah, I was pretty impressed. All the time that goes into training that dog and getting that dog to look that yeah. way. Yeah. No, no. And, and unreal. 
You've jetpacked <laughs> over the uh, over the Pacific Ocean or the Atlantic Ocean, one of the two. You have scuba dived with NASA astronauts. Uh, what is something that scares you that you wouldn't consider doing? Oh, I don't know if the word scare is in my vocabulary. I'm pretty open to adventure. Yeah. And I push, I, I constantly am pushing myself outside my comfort zone. I think that's how you build character. So I'd, I'd have to really think about it. Let's get back to the tech industry and then uh, wind things up with uh, promoting House Party again. A couple of days ago, Elon yeah. Musk said within 10 years, we won't have to talk anymore. We'll be able to read each other's thoughts. Your thoughts on that? I think Elon Musk has, has a lot of interesting thoughts i mean it, it's you watch him on something like joe rogan on his podcast and and it's you get that lengthy interview and you get to hear where his mind's at and you get to hear his hypotheses and it's like i'm listening like I, i'm very intrigued by what he does and what he says and i'm tuned in and i think there's a lot of futuristic i mean i have a lot of my friends are, are futurists and they are very well in that scene and, and doing things in the world of technology that have never been done before and things that keep me up at night. But um, I, I say in two words, stay tuned. But I think at the end of the day, you know, us humans are, 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 there's always the human heart, no matter how much AI or how much robotics we talk, we always, there's nothing more powerful than the human heart and the human mind. So I'll leave with that. With robotics and AI, are we planning our own demise? Are we creating our own demise? I go back to exactly what I just said, because I think at the end of the day, when the panic button, we're ready to hit that and there's no turning back. I think the, the human heart is more powerful than any AI, period. And I think we innately as human beings know when, when the stopping point is. I'm confident in that and I'm hopeful in that because again, when you start to get really into this technology scene and a lot of what I do is, is in the consumer space, but when things start to get really deep and really techy and you know, that's, it's a big part of, of what I do and, and what I, and where my friends are at and my colleagues and my associates, there are things that keep you up at night. But I, again, I, I just, I, I remain so hopeful and, and so full of faith, not fear that we will always stay the course of the human heart. House Party is the name of the app, and In the House uh, happens uh, uh, kind of tomorrow evening, uh, Friday evening it starts, but it goes all day Saturday and Sunday uh, in 30-minute increments. Uh, some of the artists that you mentioned, uh, we're going to see Alicia Keys. Uh, we're going to do a workout with Cam Newton. What else are we going to be able to do? There are so many celebrities. I said earlier, you know, I'm not a celebrity person. I'm not the person that goes up and, like, gets the autograph. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But this is a case where I'm, I'm just going to have to name drop a little bit because what was done behind the scenes to make this happen? Over 40 massive names and something for everyone. You know, for the kids, for example, you can do a Frozen sing-along with Idina Mazel. And it's like that is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And then for anyone that's a fan of Cheer, for example, on Netflix, Gabby Butler is going to show you how to get rock star abs. Incredible. Derek Hough, incredible dancer. Well, guess what? You're going to see him in a way that you've never seen him before. He's actually doing a trivia night. One of my favorite chefs, Christina Tozzi from Milk Bar. I don't want to tell you how much from Milk Bar I've ordered and eaten. <laughs> Amazing stuff. She's going to show you how to make compost cereal cookie bar squares. So there's just so many different experiences. And an event like this has never been done before. It's just seeing celebrities at a light that you have would never anticipate. I mean, Alicia Keys, you're going to hear from her singing, but you're also going to see her in a workout. 
mean, that's mind blowing. So I, I think everybody should be very excited and look at that lineup. It's at in the house dot party is the website and find their favorites and then just get push notifications when your favorite personalities are going live. Well, Katie Lenendahl, you said that you didn't want to name drop, but I think it is very important to name drop what these celebrities <laughs> are doing because, you know, celebrities yes. get bad raps for doing wrong things, but they rarely, uh, you rarely hear about them when they're doing good things. And this is a good thing to bring the community together during COVID-19. So uh, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. I can't wait to tune in this weekend. And thank you so much for not being creeped out by my introduction. I appreciate that. Not at all. It was a pleasure. I could chat with you for hours. So thank you and hope to chat with you again. And there it is, my favorite interview of all time. Uh, hopefully you found that to be as fun, entertaining, and informative as I did. And as an interviewer, to me, there's no higher compliment that an interviewee can give than to say, we could talk for hours. Love that. Uh, my thanks to Katie Linendahl for joining us on the Fuzzy Mic. Also, my thanks to Ginny Grimsley from KEF Media for booking that interview, and also the folks over at MHS Studio for linking up Katie and myself. I'm Kevin Klein. I'm your host of the Fuzzy Mic. See you next time. That's it for the Fuzzy Mic. Thank you. The Fuzzy Mic with Kevin Klein, executive producer Trish Klein, social media director Lisa Titan, mouth noises by Zach Sheesh at the Radio Farm. Get your fuzz fix online anytime at thefuzzymic.com. Everywhere with the iHeartRadio app and in this pocket. Wow, that is a lot of fuzz. Thanks for listening to the Fuzzy Mic. 